Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Welcome, everybody. This is episode 29 of Life Over Par. That's right. We made it to 29. Damn. Uh, we're back in the studio after a week off due to a call of schedule interference. Kyle, do you care to explain? COVID sucks. Okay. I didn't have it. I didn't have it, but people at my work had it. Did they then, really have it? Or were they quitting? In the case of the Mondays? Yeah, they had bad uh, wins. Like they, so a girl put in there two weeks. What uh, when she put in her two weeks, it was only nine days. <laughs> so that really didn't make sense. And then like a day later, her husband apparently got COVID, and so she had to quarantine so she couldn't use or couldn't come the rest of her shift. So, so it was an, kind of like an immediate, I'm done. Yep. So the day you were supposed to get off so we could record, it just it could not happen. No. I, I, I went, I came home, closed my eyes, I, I opened my eyes back up, and I was back at work. Hmm. Great. Love those days. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start this episode off with a few uh, corrections and updates from previous episodes. Uh, I should have done this on our last episode, but I forgot. That will happen. I forgot. So we're going to do it this time. I happened to get a text from Jordan after our cap episode. And oh, yeah. He said, uh, Kyle didn't have that story right. This is uh, the Icy Hot story for Jordan oh, yeah. down low. Yeah he, told, yeah, he told me, yeah. He said that Kyle bet him a dollar. I spent the whole day skipping class in the bathroom and with cap. Ms. Morris tried to write me up, and Principal Kobe said, you know, I think the Icy Hot was punishment enough. And he ripped up the write-up in front of me. Nice. He also threw in, oh, yeah, Wyman, um, my son is normal. <laughs> so we're clear on that. So we're clear on that. <laughs> I forgot about him saying that. <laughs> he also wanted to clear up the reason he had this tub of Icy Hot. It's because he had a partially torn groin muscle. And in true cap fashion, uh, he didn't go get checked by a doctor. He just was handed some. Icy Hot, which I assume was probably the last tub of Icy Hot that ever went out by Cap because he was a biofreeze guy. Uh-huh. So he said just throw it on when it hurts, and I don't think he meant throw it on there. <laughs> well, Kyle bet him a dollar. It was a dollar. He bet him a dollar. He dollar. got him a dollar. Okay. A dollar was a lot back then. You know, remember $5, how much that was when we played poker? <laughs> yeah, it did $12 seem like hours for $30 for $30 pot. Yeah. It did seem like a lot. Yep. And it was hard to get some guys to throw that $5 in. Yes, it was. True. There was a whole lot of, uh, can you spot me? I'll get you back kind of thing from a few people. Yeah, I think Faber was just like a grand, probably. <laughs> a grand from $5 buy-ins. Yep. 
He sucked. So that is that is my update uh, and corrections from a previous episode that I had to had to do there. Um, this may seem like a long time ago, but uh, yes, the Super Bowl is over. And what thank have, God? What have we learned? You don't bet against Tom Brady. That is first on my list. Yes. <laughs> don't bet against Bama. And you don't bet against Tom Brady. Yep. You go broke. So. That was number one on my list. Number two, offensive tackles make a huge difference in protecting your quarterback, huh, Kyle? Very big. Holy cow. Very big. Because yes. he'd roll out. like He'd always roll out to that one side, and then he'd make something happen. But if you got both these from both directions, good night. There what, ain't no way. What it was it? He ran, what, 499 yards or something like that from yeah. scrambling yards or something from snap to get away <laughs> from it, defenders? It, and he had three passes hit people are in the face mask for touchdowns. While he was getting tackled. <laughs> Believe <Yeah>. me. <laughs> I wish it would have happened because the third thing on my list is uh, I absolutely suck at bets. You do. That's something that I for sure learned. <laughs> I, and I was surprised. It's embarrassing. Getting in the league next year? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have not learned yeah. what I owe yet. So... Yeesh. It's not good. Thanks. I did get last. So officially <laughs> I got last. Yes. Damn. And Spranger let me know because after our last episode went out, which I mean, most people know it goes out midnight or 12.01 on Monday. Um, I got a text from Steven Monday at 5.27 a.m. Says just finished the podcast. So he was up early. Uh, I have a few thoughts. One, Kyle, your man card should be suspended for you having bets on both teams. <laughs> My wife did that. I don't her, know. I don't know if he wants me to read. I don't, know if, yeah. I don't want to get him in trouble. Um, <laughs> uh, she doesn't well, listen. It's really not anything to get him in trouble, but I just don't. Yeah. Um, he also said, Prior, uh, give up on betting, dude. Hearing your rundown. And knowing that you went 0 for 4 is pretty funny. <laughs> so, uh, that is yeah, I guess I mean, it, makes, those are me. it makes the episode a little funnier when you know that I'm talking my way through this and they all lost. All of them. Yeah. And thank you, Kyle, for pushing me to those two bets on completions. I thought for sure. You said I, it was I mean, easy. It would have been easy if they catch a football. I mean, he threw 50 times. You'd think he'd complete, on normal circumstances, he'd complete 70% of his passes. So what's so, that, 35 passes or out of 50? So boom, you were there. Yeah. Well, I lost. Thank you. Um, you lost. <laughs> I lost um, all of it. That's why you, that's why you always so, had your bets. Yeah. So congrats to you, Um you know, suggestion one, don't bet against Tom Brady. You decided to do that. Good for you. You won something, at least. Yeah, I won a few hundred bucks. I bought, I, got Kentucky paid for, so that's good. I, uh, I realized that if it's a bet that I make, I'm going to lose it. But if it's a random thing, like, I don't know, quarter squares, oh, I could yeah. do all right. You did all right. I won three of the four quarters. <laughs> 125 a quarter. Feels pretty Damn. good to have some sort of a victory that day. Do the math on that, Kyle. It's a lot of money. 
There we go. <laughs> well, oh, man. Not, half, not, not half what I got, but it's well, all right. Three seventy five. Well, I almost did, yeah. and I would have felt so mad. So a half, what, what were they down? Like two scores or something? Maybe three? Uh, did they remember. have three points at half, Chiefs? I think they had six. They have six? They ended with nine, right? Yeah. So I thought it was like six, maybe six, uh, yeah, I think it was 621 or something like that, or something a half. And I almost pulled my money, and I would have been up, like, I would have cashed out at halftime $600 on Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. And I thought, all right, we're, the Chiefs are getting the ball at half. They're going to go down, they're going to score. It's going to be a one possession game. And it's just a coin flip from there. And I'm like, ah, I'll just hold and see what this starting drive looks like. And after that first starting drive, the second half, I said, uh, I should hold on to this bet for a minute. Indeed. So still continuing with bets here. Uh, this is a why didn't I think of that kind of situation. You guys have probably heard of the guy that went streaking across the field. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, that guy is extremely smart and extremely dumb. So he made a fifty thousand dollar bet that somebody would streak across the field to plus seven fifty, um, and he took it into his own hands, and he was the streaker. Yeah, I mean, smart move. Paid a thousand dollars for the fine, jail, and made himself three hundred seventy five thousand dollars. But yeah, if I paid what he had probably probably played like ten grand for the ticket, fifty k. I mean, you gotta have a decent fifty thousand dollar bet. No, for, no, like for the ticket to get. Oh, oh they said it was a thousand dollars. Thousand dollars to get out of jail. Oh, the, no. the game ticket. The game ticket. Oh, that game ticket. Still worth it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, couldn't keep his mouth shut though, because right? he talked about it and it got out that he was the one that did it before he got the money. So, Bravada, which I believe is the site that I read that he used, decided that they were not going to pay him for some rules that they had, I guess. Um, So, I mean, moral of the story is keep your mouth shut till you got the cash. Exactly. So, he Uh, had 375 grand. That he doesn't have now. I'd have to see these rules. Yeah, it was. I can't remember what it was. I'd something be about they can't. Website. They can't like make a bet that you can personally determine the outcome or something like that. Something weird like that. That shouldn't even but, be an option. Anybody I mean, could do it. Anybody could have. He could have talked anybody into doing it and right. given them money, and then he wouldn't have been the one that did it. Or he could have just kept the mouth shut. I heard he sent his buddy out first as a distraction. He was a decoy. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. He was a decoy to get the security's attention so he could have a clear shot right out there. With his, I don't hate it. No. No. I mean, it was it's a good move. It was smart. And he didn't like go fully nude. So he's not like a sex offender or anything. He had a like a one piece thong bikini thing on. My thing is like, why, why I cut? Just let him roam and put the camera on him. And then we'll just, well, I just want to see like, Somebody out there just ready, like a someone from like designated from the Chiefs and one designated linebacker from 
the should Bucks. be the whole team. The player that Just, tackles him ooh. gets a bonus. Yeah, that'd be dope. If Ten anybody gets on the field, the Ten player that gets him is a bonus. Nobody would do it. <clears throat> nobody gonna, would do it. You're not going to have an NFL linebacker oh, after you. Nobody would streak. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. want that. <laughs> no. That'd be pretty funny. Several, several like a retired linebacker that needs the money. Just sit and just wait and just pace and big shoulder pads, just like Roman sidelines. <laughs> just Roman sidelines. Yeah, Ray Lewis doing his entrance dance on the sideline, <laughs> just wanting somebody to speak yeah. across the field. It's it's that commercial. Not, not that Ray Make Lewis needs money. What is, what's the commercial Marvin Harrison tackle? The guy's in his house trying to run away. Well, it's a FanDuel commercial. He's got to experience oh, yeah, yeah. a real Marvin Harris. or uh, <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Harris? Uh, James Harris tackle. Yeah. If he doesn't tackle you, he doesn't get paid. <laughs> it's like that situation, really. Just yeah. a random guy that gets smacked by a top-tier athlete. <clears throat> so that's, that. that's, uh, that's my football talk, boys. Or just have like, or like Randy Johnson out there. Just get him on the sideline. Just give him baseballs. I think oh, Randy, Randy, Do- Randy Johnson. Johnson does get on the sideline. I don't know if you know this. He is an amazing photographer. Oh, yeah. Hello. I've seen him. Nope. He, he gets he gets some sports sidelines. He does concerts. He's a like a really good photographer. I've seen it on a, on a news clip of him. They asked him about like, like some kind of gun reform or something and ask like, do you have any weapons in your house or whatever? He's like, I just keep a bag of balls behind my bed. I saw that. <laughs> he had baseballs to chuck. That's, that's his weapons. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty funny. I saw that. Like, what the? Randy's still got heat. So. He's a legend. Kevin. What? I'm going to give you a little congratulations on your selection of Brooks Kepka. I know it oh, yeah. seems forever ago, he did but we, all didn't, right. we didn't go last week, but it was a good selection. Uh, he was the winner of the Waste Management Phoenix Open at 19 under. Kyle, pretty good pick as well. Xander, even though you got him when he was in second. Oh, yeah. You know, he happened to also do well and place second. So you guys got first and second. You guys make it sound like Not we know bad. what we're talking about. Not bad. Not bad. And well, you know Kyle would have picked Spieth for this last weekend. Yeah, yeah, he would have. He would have. <laughs> I would have just ate that up too. Like final round, up two. You're telling me he's going to the final round. He's got two strokes and he shoots two under. And he gets lapped. <laughs> mm. uh, it's just uh, comical. I had, I had Rory, tied for thirteenth, thirteen under. Not bad. He came back with a seven under Sunday. To not make me look so bad, but you know that's my betting. So right there we go, balls in line. Um, I would not take Spieth this week, though. No, you don't think he can do three in a row? I don't think he can three, make the cut. Three good tournaments in a row. You don't think he's gonna make yeah. the cut? Mm-mm. Okay, it's a that's hot take. It's a hot take. Okay. Yeah, there, there was just a uh, thing on. Got some inside access. Website here, yeah. They had uh, Dustin Johnson, DeShambo, Brooks Kepka, and Speed all making the cut plus two hundred. Hmm. I just I don't feel like, think. I feel like the odds would maybe be a little higher. 
right? It was at 105, and now it said boosted now to 200. What okay. Like boosted. Boosted. Well, okay. that victory, Kevin, did something pretty nice, in my eyes at least. Kepka's victory knocked Patrick Reed out oh, of yeah. Ryder Cup rankings. See ya. And I like that. That's good. Mm-hmm. So now he's not an automatic bid for a Ryder Cup. He has to play better to get back into place or be a captain's pick. So we have Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, Xander Shoffley, Justin Thomas, and Colin Morikawa. So between yeah. these guys, yeah. are you taking Patrick Reed? Next in line, who is expected to be captain's picks is Webb Simpson. Do you take Webb uh, or Reed? Reed. You're taking Reed? Okay. Tony yeah. Finau. Tony. Yeah, I take Tony. Okay. Patrick Cantley. Patrick Cantley. You're taking Reed over Cantley? You're insane. I'm taking Reed over Cantley for sure. I don't want, I don't want Cantley on my team. You don't want him on you your want team? Reed? I mean, he's a cheater, so you probably win. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm taking Cantley. He's like ranked eighth in the world or something like that. He's one in points. I believe in FedEx points. Yeah, uh, he's, he's just too vanilla, man. We have enough vanilla people. Isn't it's golf, dude? <laughs> We're not a bunch of happy Gilmore's out there. Shout out, happy! Shout out, Shout happy! Twenty five years. There we go. So, yeah, but I just I mean, we have Webb Simpson. Is he already? You said he's in already. I would probably take. No, he's not in. These are like the top guys that are expected okay. to be like the top. Of the list for captain's picks. And I would probably take Reed over Webb Simpson. But I'm taking Finau. I'm going to take Patrick Cantlay over him. Daniel Berger. I'm taking Berger over Reed. And then Harris English. He's kind of a toss-up. But, I mean, if you're looking at all these guys, I'm pushing Reed out. Definitely. Yeah. just kind of goes with, like, who, you know, jives with, you know, one another, but so. Reed, Reed doesn't jive with anybody. What if the politics get in the way? What if the tour says you got to pick Reed? Oh, I don't because I think he has a bad image, and I think Stricker. We got right. to fix that. I think Stricker would be above that, and that's what I was just thinking of. Now it's Steve Stricker. Know. So, so what's his name? He's he's gonna get picked easily. Who's what's his name? Your, uh, can't can't lay. Cantlin, as he should, as he should. He's playing well. He he plays well. He doesn't ever like really play well enough to win, but he's always in the mix. What he got like third this weekend? Exactly, he's in the mix. (laughs) Does Tiger need to win to get in the Ryder Cup this year? He's got to play. You got to play to win. He's gonna have to uh, win the Masters, like we're all hoping, and that'll be enough. I mean, that would be great. That'd be so good. Where's Phil? Not on that list. As far as well, I know. Who's Phil, that? He said, where's Phil? Oh, Phil. Um, he's he's falling fast. Yeah, he's free falling with Ricky. I don't know, man. Yeah. One thing I Ricky learned from the Tiger documentary is that Phil's in way better shape than he was 20 years ago. He is, but uh, did you see his final hole at Pebble Beach? <laughs> no. Oh, let, yeah. let me explain. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't even know he was playing. Let me explain this one to you. It was a AT&T. piped drive, perfect. 
But he had the, he had the idea. I'm going to go drive her off the deck for his second hit. Mm, always a good. You idea. get there in two. It's a par five. It was ranked the hardest par five on tour. So he hits his driver that sends it right out to the water. <laughs> he walks to where it went, you know, crossed, out of bounds yeah. where it crossed. So he's still pretty far out there. Drops it in the fairway, sends that one out to the water. Yeesh. And just uh, immediately gets another ball and drops it. And the announcer goes, I think we got a tin cup moment here. (laughs) And hits another one into the bunker between the water and the green. From the bunker, he gets it up on there pretty far away, misses the putt and taps it in. He gets gets a nine. Nine quads. To end (laughs) the tournament for him, a nine. I've had a lot of nines. The funny thing is, is like they said, like there's a bunch of tweets out there about it. It's like this is the most golf-related thing I can think of with Phil, as he's like tapping it in with his glove still on his hand, <laughs> like when you don't care anymore, <laughs> take yeah. your glove off the putt. Yeah. <laughs> he he put it in the hole, grabbed it out, and I think he immediately went, "That's a nine. <laughs> or I, like I'm killing these par fives. <laughs> uh, no. That's I mean, why Phil's my dude. He's funny, but I mean, he is falling fast. I think he's getting in the the mode for senior tour. Mm-hmm. Nah. And not through his appearances. We'll, we'll always see like a random tweet from him now, like him going down Augusta with his coffee, and he'll say something about hitting mm-hmm. bombs. Yeah, and engaging the calves. And then, and then <laughs> shoot a 77. Yeah. And then like 69 yeah. or something. I missed it by like three. Like, oh, well. But <laughs> I would take that life. Oh, I think yeah. we should put him and uh let's just play like shit but be on tour. I think sure. him and Tony Romo should commentate golfing together. I think that'd be great. That'd be great. Nance is good though, but I, mean, I, like yeah, so. I think Phil can commentate. He'd have a lot to say. Yeah, he would. <laughs> He'd never shut after up. he drinks that coffee. <laughs> so speaking of that uh senior tour, uh I watched the Wednesday before Pebble Beach uh tournament started. They had the Oh, what did they call it this year? It was not a pro-am kind of thing. It was the charity challenge, AT&T's charity challenge. And you probably know him as Carlton. Oh, man. Alfonso Ribeiro. He's pretty damn good. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He he was paired with Macklemore, who has only been playing golf for two years. And they ended up winning it. And he had an eagle by himself on a par five, went driver, pitching wedge, made the putt for eagle. And I think they said if he played his own ball through the whole thing, he would have been like four under on Pebble Beach. He's not a pro, but he turns 50 in a couple months. And he said his goal is to get on the PGA Tour champions, Hmm. which is formerly known as a senior tour. So if you're 50 years old and above, you can get on tour. And that's his plan. Jim Nance commented that he thinks he'd do very well. Given how he played, yeah, I think so. <laughs> you think he'd get so many sponsor exemptions because no one's really going out to see those kind of tournaments. Or, I mean, obviously now with COVID and everything, I don't know how they're getting this money to pay these old farts to go play golf. Uh, Phil, Phil plays in it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it's just like sponsors and stuff. Like, 
I don't know if you're reaching for that. I mean, you don't have that. I mean, Guthrie's that kind of platform because you can't have that much money. You know, like marketing to, to always be a PGA Tour and, you know, get like sponsorships and stuff like that. So doing it on the senior tour and trying to get that, your product out or whatever. But. How, uh, how, uh, I don't know, bugged does he get when people ask him to do the Carlton? Do you think he's just sick of it? Yeah. Or is he still yeah. cool with doing it? I mean, he's the best to do it. He, uh, I saw he did it on, he busted it out on Dancing with the Stars. I don't watch Dancing with the Stars, just so we're clear, but I'm sure I saw I the just clip. Saw a clip. I wasn't watching it, but yeah, I think he, I think he's sick of it by now. Probably everybody sees him and wants him to do the Carlton. No, dude's got a pretty cake life. All he does is he does America's Funniest Home Videos. Yep, <laughs> and talks like and does all right. Read this golf. Okay, yeah, yeah. He does celebrity golf and hosts America's Funniest Videos. But hosts are getting canceled left and right. Like Bachelor, Chris Harrison, he's getting canned. He's getting canceled. Yeah, he he. he I don't watch The Bachelor or anything, guys. No, you do. You do. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, You wear that badge with honor. No, I don't. But I did see a clip (laughs) from Barstool. He uh, he's really putting himself on the line. For no reason whatsoever. Like he could have just kept his mouth shut and rolled with his cake of a life. Yeah. But I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I know, right? (laughs) Said some racist comment or something, or I don't know. It's hard not to these days. Yeah. (laughs) I'll say yay or nay Nay for it. I'll just say it happened. Next. I don't want our sponsors to cancel me. And uh, we're going to kind of pull this one back a bit. Reel it in. Kevin, where are we going? Off the rails. Yes. Um, So (laughs) Carlton's uh, playing mate, his teammate he had for that was Macklemore. Mm -hmm. He gave, I think, one of the best responses to this question. But I want to ask you two this question and see your answers. You're supposed to submit these. Earlier yeah. in the day. Yeah. The question is, why do you love the game of golf? Kyle, do you have an answer? It's just you're never gonna be you're never gonna be perfect at it. There's always improvements. There's always when you go and play golf and you have maybe one or two really good you know, good strokes, I mean that's that's really addicting. Mm-hmm. But but to not have it, you know play like your best game you're like you know what like even if I played my best game well I played my best round like there's still shots out there like every yeah. hole you want a birdie and every hole you have a game plan to, to try to execute that so it's a never ending like perfection mm-hmm. um, the, the fact this, that it is an imperfect game is what's so perfect about it yeah so there's like no that. one way to get the game like Start yeah. to finish. There's no one way to do it. And that's why I loved it growing up because that's all I wanted to do. Because I was like, I'd always usually play by myself or play with other people, or but I never really played it with all my friends. That not that much. But getting older and older now, it's more like a camaraderie thing. And 
Yep. Everyone now has handicaps, and now like that's you can bullshit and just, you know. You could play. Like you can play the same hole, ten different days. It's a. It plays as a different hole every time. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, basketball, football, baseball. The field is the field, and it's going to play. For the most part, I think basketball the most because it's inside. Yeah, it's the same every yep. where you go, every time you play. And golf is not that. You can play hole one in Eagle Glen a million different ways, and the wind's going to be different. And I mean, everything about it's going to play different every time, and that's what's great. It's, yeah, that's what's great about it too. Is you can go and do play in the morning, and then like I hit you know, the same two clubs and I was eight yards, 10 yards short. And like, what the hell's the difference? Well, there's not dew on the grass. There's not this or that. So you play in the morning and greens are holding probably a little bit more, but by the end of the afternoon, it probably dries out. So, I mean, it's a totally different golf course. It's like, Mm -hmm. that's why it's so important to get a good draw at the, at the British open because Mm -hmm. someone can be playing really well and shoot three over, but that same guy's, hitting the same strokes and he's now four over or four under and leading. So mm-hmm. that's what's awesome about it. Because the course is all different from two hours difference in time. It's a different course from temperature yeah. and you know everything. Speed of the greens. Yeah. Kevin, do you have input? I mean, it's mostly camaraderie for me. Okay. Spending time golf with my parents a lot, both of them and you guys and all of our friends. I always have I always have fun. I'm not one to get inside my head when I'm playing bad. I really don't care that much. So <laughs> Yeah. I, I just drink more the worse I play and I have a lot of fun. Here we go. So yeah. Macamore's response to the question, why do you love the game of golf? He said, I love that feeling of hitting a great shot. I love hitting a green in regulation, piping a drive. I love even just the ups and downs, the humility that the game brings, the swing of emotions, the mental fortitude that it takes, the patience, the spiritual practice of accepting whatever you, whatever you just did and letting it go, the exercise, the camaraderie. I truly love everything about the sport. I don't know why I wasn't expecting like, the the poetry there I probably should have been because he's an artist but he is <laughs> but it's yeah, Macklemore that was a that was a straight up poem yeah and yeah. he's only been playing golf for two years he didn't do too bad point? for like two years and you're on TV playing Pebble Beach he really didn't do that bad so I think he's putting a lot of effort into golf. And they uh, they asked him about, you know, playing again in years to come, and he said he plans to do a lot more charity and kind of like celebrity golf stuff. So hopefully that helps grow the game too of people that are fans of him and, you know, Seattle and, and that area yeah. helps grow the game there. Yeah. Yeah, I think with uh, I mean, people like him, I mean, he's just starting off. Like when you start getting the bug, you're like, all right. So I, I need new clubs. Everyone's like, yes, like you need some kind of, okay. And then you see your score, like I did this, and then you slowly see it getting better and better. It's, it's the best feeling. Mm-hmm. 
so sticking with AT&T, um, you know, Daniel Berger, who is one of the top guys on the list for captain's pick for Ryder, he ended up pulling out the victory, and he did it in spectacular fashion. Uh, eagled the 18th hole. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four eagles on the tournament and two eagles on Sunday. Uh, Spieth, your boy, did pretty well again, two tournaments in a row. And I but got... He's- I got the text from Greg that said, Spieth is back, baby. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I know. don't know. Yeah, don't count the chicken before it hatches. He's not gonna make don't count your, Kyle thinks yeah, don't count your money for your pet. Yeah. Hot take, Greg. He's not going to make a cut. Not even close. I don't think he's fully back, but he is making good strides. I don't like him. I don't think you don't, don't like him? You say you don't like him? You don't like I don't Speed? Think I don't think Speed's back really. I mean, he did well, but I don't think he's back at all, to be quite honest. He had two holdouts. He had two holdouts. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, cool. how many? Yeah, great. But he lost. I mean, you don't hold out in the tournaments, and he did it twice. And he, like, those are the breaks you need to win. How, how, about, and, how about this stat for you? And this is all off memory from last Sunday that I that I was shown this stat. How many hole outs does Jordan Spieth have from off the green since he started as a pro in 2013? Is it two? Uh, no, way more than that. Uh, down 13, so it's seven, eight years. Uh, I'll say. 22. Nah, yeah, 22. It's going to shock you. 111. So him having a out, it's not a fluke. He's been doing it. Hasn't been doing it recently, but maybe yeah, but like, he's coming back. I just need him to play well on... He just needs to, like I said, it's, it's four rounds. And maybe this is like the start of the, the wheel turning for him coming back to the Masters and getting that sec green jacket. I definitely see that. But the way he talks to himself, man, it's wild. Yes, he does. Like, like what Macklemore said, like knowing the consequences of the, like instantly of, like what I took from that is like the shot you hit, you instantly get the, you know, you get the repercussions if it's good or bad, and you have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. He just can't deal with it not being perfect, and and if it's not, I mean, he explains it and like he shouts it at his caddy, but that's really like him just speaking out, like mm-hmm. having, like having him working himself through it. Through it. Yeah. yeah, but you, he, he's got to have better self talk. He he needs to take a. I almost said laxative because there was a laxative commercial on the TV. <laughs> Needs to take a laxative. You don't want to take a laxative <laughs> no. on 18 holes. Yeah. 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 Shit yeah. yourself. Yeah, he's going to be Shit hole- the bed. He's going to be holding out of a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Uh, um, the guy that got second, though, may have one of the greatest sports names on the planet right now. Maverick McNeely. Pretty nice. Maverick. Maverick. Same, 
Seems mm-hmm. like he should be like, like an assistant captain or a captain of a hockey team. It's a, it's a great sports name. It is. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I saw a thing that he lived on 15 at Pebble Beach. Yeah, he's. I, I mean, that's pretty damn good for you. I mean, you got a silver spoon in your hand. Yeah, he he came from but, from a good situation, so he should. No, be good. good that. I mean, yeah, he's obviously earned it and earned his card. I've never heard of a kid, but nope. to be able to play in that tournament, I mean, that's not a skill that to do that. You can't pay enough money to do that. So you might be hearing of him a little more. In coming years, though, because he did pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. So who's uh? You said the AT and T was the the pro am. Yeah. Ask you guys who is who would be your celebrity? Who who would you'd want? It was it was the pro non am this year, but yeah, pro non am to have an am. So who would be? So I'm assuming the role of the pro, and I would have yeah. to have some sort of. Public figure, okay. Yeah, any public okay. figure. Um, who would I want to play with me on the course? I think the obvious one's always Bill Murray. Yeah, he's he's a good time. Yeah, he would not be my selection. I mean, I would play golf with him, but he's not my. I think my he'd pick be my here. selection. Ke- Ke- Kevin, I think your 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 guy would be the CEO of Carhartt. Get him for eighteen holes and really talk his ear and get a Carhartt golf. Kevin is assuming the position of a pro, though. He's already got Carhartt as his, as his <laughs> <Yeah>. sponsor. <laughs> He's yeah, already the question. face of Carhartt. That's right. Um, gosh, who would I want as my celebrity partner out there? I think I got who I got who I want. I'm gonna do some more thinking. You give yours. I would just, I would just say Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart, because I know I'm better at golf than he is, and I know he's just gonna be roasting me the whole time and having like, but the people you're playing against, I just know that he's gonna be cracking jokes the entire time. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be hilarious. And plus, having me standing next to him on a tee box or it's like a team photo, it kind of be pretty cool and funny. That's how good, how tall is he? Are you that much taller than him? I mean, he's he's five six so. or five seven. Okay, so you're fairly taller than him. Yeah, I mean, I think Michelle's taller than he is. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Michelle's definitely taller than she than he is. God, I I really didn't do any thinking of uh, who who would be my pick. LeBron James. He's five foot no. four. No, he's five four. That's what Google tells me. The there you go. The Google. The Google. The Google can't be wrong. You wouldn't think so. Hmm. I didn't know he was that short. I didn't either. I, I thought you were closer with your five six, five seven, but yeah. You would. You would pick a hockey player. I thought about it, but I'm going to say no. I I think I might go. No, and I don't even know here. if he plays golf, but I might go Jim Carrey. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. I don't know if he plays golf, but uh, I think he would just be fun to be out anywhere with. Uh, it depends on really. which Jim Carrey you get. Yeah, he's gone off the rails uh, one? <laughs> every now and then. I want the Jim Carrey where he's wearing a tutu and army boots <laughs> from Ace Ventura. 
That's not what Jim uh, Carrey mid, I want. Mid Mid Michigan Masters uniform. That's right. Yeah. Do you want Do you want Jim Carrey with the beard or out the beard? Because I would want the one without the beard. Without the beard. Did you ever see Man on the Moon? I think so. Did you ever see the documentary about the making of that movie? I think it was on Netflix. Yeah, this was the Andy Kaufman thing. Yeah. Yep, I did. Called Jim and Andy or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I would pretty good. I wouldn't want that Jim Carrey. No. Out on the golf course. <laughs> he got into that role. He lost it. He he, he is a little different <laughs> nowadays than what he was, but I would take the Jim Carrey from Ace Ventura times or Dumb and Dumber times. Want that Jim Carrey? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Kyle, I want your take on this. PGA has Kevin. allowed what? Kevin, who'd you pick? Bill Murray. You pick Bill Murray? Oh, Bill Murray. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good thing you <laughs> slipped that pick in there, and then we didn't t- say like a word about it really, other than yeah, that's a. I mean, everybody's yeah, really familiar good. with. Bill Murray on the golf course. There's no. Yeah. He's got his own golf line of clothing. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. See that. Want the young Bill Murray or the old Bill Murray? Cannonball. I'd take any Bill Murray. Just watched it the other day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you could, uh, what do you say? <laughs> you could play nine holes in the afternoon and be. <laughs> you could play with Blitz or something. Yeah. You could play Blitz at 430. <laughs> I don't know exactly how that went, but yeah, pretty close to that. <laughs> Just play the clip. That's yeah. too I made Get my own uh, type of grass. <laughs> so, <laughs> you have a pool off the rails. Uh, we had a, a we had a pool in the pond and yeah, springs you, natural. It's better yeah, for it. yeah, yeah. You're you're more the, you're more of the pond. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So, the PGA has made a new rule that players will be allowed to use rangefinders during PGA Championship. So, what's your take on that, Kyle? Are you for it? Against it? For it. Definitely for it. PGA is well. like the, the, it's the biggest tournament, like, field-wise. I think it's like 150, 154, something, something stupid. With tee times, like, it's often, like, as soon as the sun comes up, yeah, seven o'clock, it's, it just goes. And there's so many PGA. Like, obviously, there's like what Brooks said a couple of years ago, or maybe it's just last year. It's like all these people are coming playing this tournament. There's only like thirty guys, and then fifteen of them shoot their themselves out of it. So there's really fifteen guys you got to beat, really. Yeah. So, so you think it's going it to up. help pace of play? I think it will. I, I think. I mean, it should. Mm-hmm. Um, now are they allowed to have like, like notebooks, like for the greens and stuff? Cause I seen a couple tournaments where you don't, you don't get a, a notepad or whatever for like, yeah. A green book. Um, yeah. I didn't hear anything about yeah. that. I just yeah, seen that but, they could have range finders, which should speed up the pace of play. You know, you don't have to have your yeah. caddy walk up to a sprinkler head or, or pace something out for you. You know, Brooks. Or uh, Bryson's going to be all out of whack out there. He needs his yeah. caddy saying all these numbers in his head while he hits. But, I mean, you would think that you'd have a good, I mean, you're going to have the number. You have the number of the pin, and you're going to have your yardage book anyways. Yeah. And they like, use rangefinders have... in practice rounds. 
that's one thing they should do. It's either you use a rangefinder for the whole time, or you use yardage book. Like you, it, it, when you go to register, they say here or here, what left or right. And you just pick whatever one you want and go from there. I shouldn't have both. Do okay. you do you think we'll see lower scores because of the rangefinder? No. You don't think I mean, it, once, it's going to help that much? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe just because, like, the layups, I guess. You're going to know what shortage of the, of the pond or a bunker. Or they, they'll know to the front. They'll know to the front of the green. They'll know to the back of the green. Mm-hmm. But if they can just set, zip the pin, they, they get, the, they get yep. the green sheets. So, yeah. That'll probably help a couple of strokes, but should play faster, and I think maybe a little bit lower scoring. Yeah, I just got That's myself a new rangefinder, so um, you know, Ooh. you guys are done for Kentucky. You're done. I don't know, man. I got that handicap. You do have a good handicap. <laughs> so, new rangefinder, new gloves. I'm ready. The old man. They stand no chance this year. They stand gonna, no chance this year. You're going to lose some life over par balls out there? You're done right, I will. <laughs> We're hoping to spread this around Kentucky, Ohio, West Virginia. Yeah. Everywhere. We're getting the word out there. Yeah, we have. I mean, I forgot you. Do you still have the projection screen? I still have the projector, yes. I still have the yeah. Excel spreadsheet with all the names and scoreboards and all the formulas put in there to calculate daily scores, everything. Yes. Yeah, it's all there. Um, I know two guys aren't going to be with us this year that said they were going to be last year. Um, buddy Marvin mm. is not going to be there. Okay. And uh, I don't think Ryan's playing. Ryan? Not going? Ryan isn't. No, I think he's playing. I think this is his last you know, it's last like two summers with his son. Yep. And he has a few trips already playing in, in Michigan. Um, and I think he has a family. I think they're going on uh, like spring break to Florida. So it's just too much time to request. Okay. All right. Next year. Yeah. But I think I definitely I need. Do you have a, is that range finder for like just like the pins, like where the crystals are, or is mm-hmm. it like to anything? To anything. And it vibrates when you hit it. It does a little vibration in your hand and a few other you ha- nice things. Did you happen to get that on sale somewhere? Did someone help you out and get that? Did you get a good price? Negative. Oh, well, that, that first thing doing <laughs> Then what's the point? Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Easy, fellas. <laughs> Easy, fellas. JK. Amazon. It's a decent deal on Amazon. I should call, yeah, I should talk to him and be like, hey, I already got $50 in that. Might as well just put the rest of it towards my rangefinder. I don't know what he's talking about. He's still salty about playing for golf that one time. Oh, that 50 that one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> salty. Wow. 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 So, so, Kyle, what are your, your picks for this coming weekend, the Genesis? <laughs> Uh, I know you're probably fan dueling it, right? Putting I, some money out there, right? I I am. I'm retired. You're. Is this a suggestion from the wife? 
<laughs> I no, I'm just I, can, I I'm retiring myself from gambling on golf because there's too many emotions. That, yeah, that, that when it comes like obviously I'm gonna bet <laughs> Thursday, and then there's probably three of my guys out already because I don't even cut. So I have two people left, and they're not even sniffed in the top twenty. Or if they are, it's a long shot. And then Sunday comes around, you're sitting, and it's like two thirty, three o'clock. You want to have some horses in the race, so you're like, well, you don't want to take the obvious guy who's leading. So you take, you know, you pepper the leaderboard, you get two or three more guys. I can't, I can't get a win other than Patrick Reed that one time. So what you're saying is you suck at betting golf. Yeah, I suck at betting golf. I don't know. You picked the guy that got second. But in the last one we we talked about, so. He was in second when he picked him. Uh, he was. Yes. Yeah, which which sucks because I put money on Xander to win, and he didn't. So I mean, I, either way, like second or if he doesn't make the cut, I still lose my money. So no money involved. Who are you picking for the Genesis? You get one pick. Uh, don't make three picks like you did before. One pick. One pick. Ready? Uh, Go. Dustin Johnson. Number one in the world. Good, good pick. pick. Good pick. Kevin? Drives the ball too well. Do you have a, a pick? I do. Okay. Way out of left field. Never picked him before. Okay. Cameron Champ. Cameron Champ. He drives the ball very, very far. Uh, sure three does. guys that drive the ball very far are playing together. And I am picking Rory McElroy. He drives the ball. Who plays with far. Cameron and DeChambeau. Between those three golfers, you'd probably not pick that. Cameron Champ has the longer drive, has the longest drive. He does. He does. Out of those three three guys, if you took their longest drives between the three of them, Cameron Champ has the longer one. I did not know that. Yes, he does. He has a very good average too, like three thirty something, which is pretty damn. You're good. sipping that, sipping that Rory juice. I'm on Rory again. Yes, I I have this feeling like. <laughs> Like he's gonna pull it out here. It's been so long since he's won, and he is—he's yeah. that good. That he's gonna don't don't do this. Don't go. I've been doing that with Tony for <laughs> six months he, now. He's gonna do Should it. Almost like won three years. A lot. ride with Rory until he gets the win. I think that's my thought here. I think that's the thought. Ooh, Justin uh, Justin Thomas. He's pretty good. He's got to think of someone that can hit the ball long ways. Because it's a long golf course. Here's that, that stat here for you, Kevin. Um, the three guys here that are playing together. The average DeChambeau wins, 329.2. Then 323.7 for Rory and 319 for Champ. But the longest is 414 from DeChambeau, 373 McElroy, and 424 from Cameron Champ. Wow. Hmm. When you look at ball speed and club speed, though, you're going to see DeChambeau is on the top of that, but doesn't have the longest drive. So, like, probably because he doesn't play. If you look at their body size, like huge, medium, and (laughs) fairly slim, yeah, maybe you don't have to just bulk way up there, DeChambeau, with your six. Uh, shakes every day and everything to hit the ball far. Don't have to bulk up to hit the ball far. No, no. In fact, I would think that it would be. I've always wondered how it doesn't impede his swing 
the bigger he gets. He's he's yeah. weird. He's weird. He's you think it's like a like a whip. You think if you're you're thinner, it's just like cracking a whip. You know? Yeah, those like like phenol, the long lanky arms just mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a question for you, Kyle. <clears throat> you used to ask because of the episode we were on. 29 you'd say like who's the 29th ranked player in the world uh, who is the fifth ranked player in the world and i will give you threw me for a loop there five guesses and i bet you don't get them fifth ranked guy in, in the world right now terrell Hyden. jesus christ that's correct <laughs> <laughs> how did you pick did you just look him up He's watching the golf channel. No. Just happened to be on. What? <laughs> How, did you see this somewhere? No. Bullshit. Just, he said fifth, and he said it's going to be like crazy. And I'm like, all right. Well, I know. I know he just won. Yeah, he played but... really well in Europe. Hmm. Mm. Got me. <laughs> Still like <laughs> Tyrrell Hatton, uh, fifth ranked yeah. player in the world. Like yeah. who? Yeah, like Ooh, you're out of nowhere. Never, yeah. never. Like, what's the who's sixth, seventh? Like, I mean, it's well. Since you got that one so easy, let's just run down the line here, Kyle. <laughs> who's one? Uh, DJ. Okay, who's two? Uh, that is either is it Rom? That is John Rom. Number three. You're two for two. Well, three uh, for three, really. Three for three. <laughs> Rory. That is incorrect. Uh, three. 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 Uh, Brooks. No, Justin Thomas. Fucker. Justin Thomas was four. Five. Number four. I'll give you one more guess, and then we're just going to run through it. This is taking too long. Yeah, bad. Number uh, four. Uh, Rory. X going to give it to you. Sanders Shoffley. What? Tyrrell Hatton, number five. Six, Colin Morikawa. Seven is Rory. Eight. You're telling me that is Rory. Eight is Patrick Cantley. Come on, the guy you pick over Reed, obviously. Nine, Webb Simpson. Ten, Bryson DeChambeau. Hmm. So you're telling me you're going to take Reed so over got, the ninth and eighth ranked guy in the world? You got the 29th queued up there? I don't. Because <laughs> who cares? Nope. It's, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Kevin Kisner. Dude, he's always hovering it at twentieth no. and thirtieth place. Now we have. I want to know. All right, all right. <laughs> now we all want to know. All right. Who's gonna get, gonna get first? Great, great podcasting. Twenty nine in golf world ranking. The answer is Kevin Kisner. My God, <laughs> now we're twenty nine in the world. No, <laughs> yeah, on a roll. It is. It's Kevin Kisner. I know it is. Jeez, that's ridiculous, Kyle. You're a a golf world ranking savant here. Let's test our luck. Who is number 45? He's looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's looking. Tiger's 48th. Oof. Bubba's on the bubble at 50. All right. Still ridiculous, you. Jordan's fifth, 62nd. Phil Mickelson's 89. That's mm. not bad. 
You know who's above him? Danny Willett. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. All right. Back on Ouch. the rails now. <laughs> okay. So your pick again, Kyle, was number one in the world. Justin or Dustin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Kevin Cameron you went Champ. with Cameron Champ. I like it. Dark Horse. And I went with Roy. Again, going to ride that train until he wins. Go, you should just go with Victor. Victor Hovland, that'd be a solid pick, too. Solid pick. Due to a late withdrawal from Cameron Champ, we allowed Kevin to make another selection with his pick of Tony Finau. And now, back to the episode. So, Kyle, I have a question for you. And this is a question that goes very far back in um, when, like, when we just kind of started doing this podcast that we never actually answered or I, I never actually asked the question. This is uh, from a longtime listener. Um, they would like you to tell the story of Megan's dad taking care of you. I'm going to guess take care of you on the course or... Taking care of him in Kentucky, I think. Oof. Like you... It had to be Kentucky. Yeah, they (laughs) they wanted to know what the story is there. I really don't remember. (laughs) Well, I can imagine. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) I think I lost my wallet or something. I had an Aaron Hanak moment. No, I did. I think I think I left it on the bus. We all got out, and Ben ended up taking care of me. And I don't remember. I really don't remember. <laughs> okay. Well, this same person had another question that leads uh, that was a long time ago as well. Um, they said they had a client tell me that when going on the range to only take. Your seven iron and pitching wedge. I want to know Kyle's take on this. Seven iron and pitching wedge? Uh, usually, uh, usually I take like a, a four iron, maybe a eight iron and a wedge. Um, like I, would, I wouldn't just take like those specific... I would like those are the few clubs I would like select out of my bag, mm-hmm. and then obviously my driver and stuff. But I've just there's one guy I think it's I think it was uh, Tom Watson who said he said if you can start on on the range and hit a four iron, you can you can get your timing right and rhythm right with a four iron on the range to start your day. You're gonna be golden throughout the whole bag. So usually, and the good thing about Starting with a four iron and it's longer, and if you don't stretch, if you're starting with a wedge, you're bending over and putting strain on your back, pivoting more on your spine angle, you could injure yourself faster. So starting with a four iron, it's longer, and don't put as much stress on your body. And all you're really worried about is centerness of contact and swinging smooth. I'd start with the four iron. I usually only do my hybrid. Um, let's see because it's starting now that I have the hybrid I used to do three wood but I probably do hybrid um, five iron seven iron 
than pitching wedge is probably what I would do. The good wedges is like, I don't know, when I'm on the range, I mean, you see, like, pros do it all the time. They'll just put the bag down and just, like, barely pitch their golf balls, like, 20, 30 yards, like, start warming up that way. That's great, but if you have only 50 golf balls and it costs you so much money to do it, I mean... Yeah, for the pros, they don't care. It's not costing them anything. And the good thing about starting with a wedge is that the head of the the club is the heaviest thing on it. It's the heaviest club is the wedge. So uh, in that aspect, I can see them taking those, but I would say four iron, and then from there go down to your... You know, a nine, eight iron, and do a wedge, and then hit a couple of drives and get on the first tee. So, if you don't have a four iron, would you say your your highest iron? Yeah, five, yeah, five iron, something. Okay. Yep. Just take the hardest club you could like to hit. Just punish yourself right off the bat. Just get it done. Get it over with. It'd be that one iron there behind Kevin, <laughs> against the wall. So one iron back there. Slipping and sliding. What you doing over there, Kevin? Just slipping and sliding. Yeah. If you warm up. So I seen this this post was a a little bit ago. Um, Forgot that I took the screenshot of it until now. But it says, if you need another reminder of how good PGA Tour pros are, Rory McIlroy sometimes plays worst ball scrambles. He'll hit two balls, and he'll play the worst out of the two, the worst shot of each one through the whole round. He's quoted saying, if you can shoot under par playing worst ball, then my game is in pretty good shape. So he plays a game of worst ball. Have you ever done that? I haven't, but I might try it. Hell hell no. I I might try it. No way. See how bad the score gets. Can you imagine being like, oh my gosh, I totally got lucky there. Actually, you didn't. You got to play it. Or like, you make like a 15, 20 footer for par, bogey or something. Like, yes, that, like that glue that needs to keep your round together or something. You just miss it every time. So you guys got to make every putt twice. I can't make it once. I think once you get on, <laughs> once you get on the green, then you're like, you just take a good putt. But like, you're, hmm. you're teed a green. As there are a stat from before, yeah. tee to green. Yeah. Uh, he just takes worst from tee to green. How how interesting do you think a tournament would be of worst ball scramble tournament? <laughs> Four-man teams, <laughs> worst ball scramble. <laughs> how bad would that be? That would take all damn day. And and Michigan Masters? Sick. That's the back nine format is worst ball scramble. <laughs> The seventeenth and eighteenth is the eighteenth hole is the worst ball scramble. Dude, so you're drinking all day. day. Yeah, whatever your last hole is, Mm -hmm. that should your last hole. You have to play it as the worst ball. You're gonna get three guys that that don't hit very well, and they're gonna be like, "Well, I'll just hit this like twenty yard shot straight and say that's the worst one because it's far enough back, so you can still get a club on the next shot." But then you got to take the worst of the next one. Right. So, <laughs> so you might have the last guy do the same damn thing on that one. <laughs> but I guess an OB ball would be your worst. That'd so you just got to, it would be just 
difficult and crazy, but I would like to at least try it once. Yeah. That'd be just excruciating. That'd be, that'd be like your confidence level after walking off 18 holes. I mean, there's only, I'd only be able to do nine. One rule would have to be no looking for your ball. You just got to, you just got to go drop. Of course. If it's, OB, there's you're close to hazards. Nope, no looking for it. Day's gonna be long enough as it is. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what we shoot. It'd definitely be triple digits, but I just don't know how high. You'd have to pick your team wisely. Like you'd have to have th- like four really good guys on one team to where their worst shot really isn't bad, and you can still go and shoot a decent score. But with who we have around here, probably making up teams. Oh, this would be all damn day. We could get one good team out of it. You could try. I wouldn't be on it. You could try. Somebody could. (laughs) Kevin, do you have anything that you'd like to add? Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, Kyle, anything you'd like to add? Yeah. uh, Kentucky meeting. For those that got invited to the Kentucky Invitational, this Sunday is a meeting. So if you're listening to it, uh, this on Monday when it comes out, it was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry you missed it. You missed the meeting. Sorry. And that's, and that's, pro- that's probably when Pryor will remember that it's Sunday I, anyways. I was told about it today. So I'll put a reminder on my phone. You'll sleep through it. I probably will. Today? Yes, I probably will. When, what time is it? Is it noon? I think noon. Noon? Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for that. The reminder, I'll put it on my phone just to make sure I get reminded. Anything else? Uh, Wimbledon. Yes. We Wimbledon some... is in a half hour, 10 o'clock. Oh, one more. Oh, sorry, right, right. That's, not, that's not Wimbledon. It's the... no, never mind. That's Australian <laughs> Open. That's a, still a that's good one a... on tonight. Yeah, that's that's how American we are. We're like, what, what tennis match is it, Wimbledon? Probably. I had no clue. I've seen this this thing on uh, Serena Williams at the U.S. Open against what's her name that she's S-O- going against tonight. How do you say it? S O A K A. S O A K A. O S A K A. Osaka. Osaka. But that was on uh, before we started this. Like her. Her lead up to the U.S. Open and how she got penalized and like a lot that surrounded that, and I think it was called like the backstory. Hmm. So that's what made me think of the match tonight. So when you said Wimbledon, my brain was on the match tonight already. Yeah, the rematch yep. of that. So I have. Uh, so I got some. I'm not. I'm not suspended from betting when it comes to tennis. Yet, okay, just just golf, <laughs> just just golf for now. Okay, I will I will let the listeners know about my my bets. I have I have uh, Djokovic in outright winner mm-hmm. and Serena Williams winning outright. Two dollar bet to win forty four. Mm-hmm. I got. Uh, $6 bet on the, I don't know how you say her name again. Oh, Osaka? 
Osaka. Osaka. And, That's my guess. I can't see the name. And, you just spelt it to me. And, yeah. And Djokovic. I got them. They both win. I win 70. And that's it. That plays a couple more bets. And that's for Wimbledon. Or is that for Australian Open? (laughs) That's for the Australian Open. Okay. Is Wayne Brady going to have Djokovic? So why did you bring up Wimbledon? (laughs) Yeah, because I didn't... Because I was thinking tennis. That's the first thing I came to mind. So you were wrong, not me. No, you were wrong. We ended you up full circle talking about what was going on tonight, which is wrong. the Australian Open, and you said Wimbledon. <laughs> you are both wrong for talking about tennis. Thank you, Kevin. I just got, just got to remember. Get us back on the rails. That's the thing with it is that you wake up in the morning, you watch tennis. It's oh, it's Wimbledon. That's what it's like. It's either late at night, like now, mm-hmm. ten o'clock, or it's right early in the morning, like three, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's what. All bright and squirrely. So, so <clears throat> is 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 that all you have for us, Kyle, on your bets? That's all. Okay. If you have a gambling issue, be sure to get a hold of one eight hundred Gambler, Kyle. Not directly at you, but maybe ricochet shot to you there. Hey, I'm still plus money. That's good to hear. I have a ending stat, and an ending question to our listeners. And maybe you can chime in on the question. But my ending stat is on the day this goes live, Monday the 22nd. Uh, that day, 1980. What happened in 1980, Kevin? The miracle? That is correct. Miracle on ice. Dang. Pulled that out of the archives there, huh? <laughs> Saw the gears turning. The U.S. hockey team beat heavily favored Soviet Union 4-3, to Lake Placid, one of the biggest upsets in Olympic history. And U.S. went on to win the gold. So that really kind of overshadows the fact that that wasn't for the gold. They then went on and won the gold. Right. But it was a miracle. So. Sure was. That's great. And my so ending. The 20, go ahead. 20, the 22nd, you said? I believe that's Monday, right? Yep. Okay. That's the day this will be live. But my ending question, and you guys can uh, jump in if you'd like to answer it, or you can just pass. This was a question I got from a guy at work. I I randomly asked him, I said, do you have any question that you'd like to ask the podcast that I can ask you two or our listeners? He pulled this one out. Didn't know he was going to go this deep. Okay. But uh, let's hear your your input here. If you uh, end up listening to this and give us your answer, what are the long term effects of instant gratification? Pretty deep. <laughs> Interesting to hear what you guys say, <laughs> Kyle. Just like Kyle, just brain fried. <laughs> Instant, long-term instant. Long-term effects of instant gratification. Blew my mind that he even asked the question. Like, that's not what I was expecting. Yeah. I really have no input at the moment. I would just say being impatient, probably. would be like the first thing you'd think of. Like, you always want something to be like now. Like, you're going to get it all the time. And if you don't, so the pain, like, your 
mentality of patience and you have terrible patience. That's that's probably it there. Uh, entering like a sixth grader or fifth grader, that's probably yeah. <laughs> that's my answer. All right, I like it though. Yeah. It's some input. Uh, so if you if you have an answer to that, long term effects of instant gratification, comment on the post when I post that uh, this one's live. Let us know what you think. Yeah, and have yourself a margarita. It's National Margarita Day that day too. So Sweet. have yourself a margarita. Think deep. Think deep. Now. Think deep, and if you can't think deep, just drink deep into that margarita. Thinking comes later. Yeah. I don't know what that was, but I think that's us signing out. That was episode 29. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. There's the train horn again. That is the horn to get out of here. Jesus. <laughs> See you later. Bye.